Hey y'all, hey! Welcome to the Seek Joy Sister Podcast where I talk about all things scripture and Jesus. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about Revelations chapters 4 through 6. Buckle up because this is some mind-blowing stuff. So go ahead and grab your cup of coffee or whatever you enjoy drinking. Let's pretend like we are sitting right across from each other and let's grow our faith together. All right, I'm going to start with Revelations verses 4, 2 through 8. Now, I do encourage you guys to go and do your own reading because I am only sharing the verses that I highlight during my reading along with the commentaries. So, as I'm reading these highlighted verses, it may confuse you a little bit or it may even um, sound like harsh in a way, but I promise that is not my intention at all. I'm just sharing what I highlight instead of just reading the entire passage. So we are going to start with verses 4, 2 through 8. At once I was in the spirit and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of Jasper and Carnelian. A rainbow resembling an emerald encircled the throne. Surrounding the throne were 24 other thrones, and seated on them were 24 elders. They were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads. From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings, and peals of thunder. Before the throne, seven lamps were blazing. These are the seven spirits of God. Also, before the throne, there was what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. In the center around the throne were four living creatures, and they were covered with eyes in front and in the back. The first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a face like a man. The fourth was like a flying eagle. Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under his wings. Day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. That gives me chills. Did y'all hear that? I just said chills, chills. I don't know what it is about me talking in this podcast, but I don't know if it's because I'm trying to like concentrate on what I'm reading and I'm over here trying to read these small letters in my Bible and then I'm trying to think about what I'm going to say and all of that combined just gets me talking all kinds of ways here on the podcast. So forgive me. Okay, um, so... You know, that was basically talking about worshiping God in heaven, and it was describing the throne in heaven. Okay, so let's read the commentaries. The voice John had first heard that sounded like a trumpet blast was the voice of Christ. Four times in the book of Revelation, John says he was in the spirit. This expression means that the Holy Spirit was giving him a vision 
showing him situations and events he could not have seen with mere human eyesight. All true prophecy comes from God through the Holy Spirit. And you can find that in 2 Peter 1, 20 and 21. Who were these 24 elders that the scripture was talking about? Because there were 12 tribes of Israel in the Old Testament and 12 apostles in the New Testament, the 24 elders in this vision probably represents all the redeemed of God for all time, both before and after Christ's death and resurrection. They symbolize all those, both Jews and Gentiles, who are now part of God's family. The 24 elders show us that all the redeemed of the Lord are worshiping him. In Revelation, lightning and thunder are connected with significant events in heaven. They remind us of the lightning and thunder at Mount Sinai when God gave the people his laws. You can find that in Exodus 19.16. The Old Testament often uses such imagery to reflect God's power and majesty. The seven spirits of God is another name for the Holy Spirit. And you can see that in Zechariah 4, 2 through 6, where the seven lamps are equated with the one spirit. Glass was very rare in the New Testament times, and crystal clear glass was virtually impossible to find. And you can find that in 1 Corinthians 13, 12. The sea of glass highlights both the magnificence and holiness of God magnificence that's a magnificent i don't even know what i said see i told y'all lord have mercy okay um and then the last commentary regarding verses four six through seven so the commentary for that just as the holy spirit is seen symbolically in the seven lighted lamps so the four living creatures represent the attributes, so the qualities and characters of God. These creatures were not real animals, like the cherubim, the highest order of the angels. They guard God's throne, lead others in worship, and proclaim God's holiness. God's attributes symbolize and the animal-like appearance of these four creatures are majesty and power. So that's the lion, faithfulness is the ox, intelligence the man, and the serenity the eagle. The Old Testament prophet Ezekiel saw four similar creatures in one of his visions. What? Mind-blowing. Okay. Now 4.11. Or, yes, Revelations 4.11. You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. So the point of this chapter, the point of chapter 4, is summed up in this verse that I just read. All creatures in heaven and earth will praise and honor God because He is the Creator and sustainer of everything. Okay, now let's read Revelations 5, 
five through eight. Then one of the elders said to me, do not weep. See, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Then I saw a lamb looking as if it had been slain, standing in the center of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the elders. He had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. He came and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. And when he had taken it, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb. Commentaries. The lion, Jesus, proved himself worthy to break the seals and open the scroll by living a perfect life of obedience to God, dying on the cross for the sins of the world, and rising from the dead to show his power and authority over evil and death. Only Christ conquered sin, death, hell, and Satan himself. So only he can be trusted with the world's future. The root of David refers to Jesus being from David's family line, thus fulfilling the promise of the Messiah in the Old Testament. Jesus Christ is pictured as both a lion, which symbolizes his authority and power, and a lamb, which symbolizes his submission to God's will. One of the elders calls John to look at the lion, but when John looks, he sees a lamb. Christ, the lamb, was the perfect sacrifice for the sins of all mankind. Therefore, only he can save us from the terrible events revealed by the scroll. Christ, the Lamb, won the greatest battle of all. He defeated all the forces of evil by dying on the cross. The role of Christ, the Lion, will be led to the battle where Satan is finally defeated. And you can read that in 19, 19 through 21. Christ, the Lion, is victorious because of what Christ, the Lamb, has already done. We will participate in his victory, not because of our effort or goodness, but because he has promised eternal life to all who believe in him. John sees the lamb looking as if it had been slain. The wounds inflicted on Jesus' body during his trial and crucifixion could still be seen. So you can read that in John twenty twenty four through 31. To kind of get your own interpretation about that. Jesus was called the Lamb of God by John the Baptist. You can find that in John one twenty nine. In the Old Testament, lambs were sacrificed to atone for sins. The Lamb of God died as a final sacrifice for all sins. And you can read about that in Isaiah 53.7 and Hebrews 10.1-12 and 10.18. The horns symbolize strength and power. So you can see that in 1 Kings 22.11 and Zechariah 1.18. Although Christ is sacrifice, a sacrificed lamb, he is in no way weak. He was killed, but now he lives in God's strength and power. In Zechariah 4.2-10, the eyes are equated with the seven lamps and the one spirit.
Now let's read Revelations 5, 9 through 10. And they sang a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain. And with your blood, you purchased men for God from every tribe and language and people and nations. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God and they will reign on the earth commentaries the song of god's people praises christ's work he one was slain two purchased them with his blood three gathered them into a kingdom four made them priests and five appointed them to reign on the earth jesus had already died and paid the penalty for sin he is now gathering us into his kingdom and making us priests in the future we will reign with him worship God and praise him for what he has done and what he is doing and what he will do for all who trust in him. When we realize the glorious future that awaits us, we will find the strength to face our present difficulties. The believer's song praises Christ for bringing, for bringing them into the kingdom and making them kings and priests. While now we are sometimes despised and mocked for our faith, in the future we will reign over all the earth. Christ's death made all believers priests of God, the channels of blessings between God and mankind. Now we will end this podcast with Revelation chapter 6. Um, verses 615 through 16. And this is basically just ending the passage of explaining the lamb opening the seals. Okay, so then the kings of the earth, the princes, the generals, the rich, the mighty, and every slave and every free man hid in caves and among the rocks of the mountains. They called to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come, and who can stand? So the commentary ending. At the sight of God sitting on the throne, all human beings, great and small, will be terrified, calling for the mountains to fall on them so that they will not have to face the judgment of the Lamb. This vivid picture was not intended to frighten believers. For them, the lamb is a gentle savior. But those generals, emperors, or kings who previously showed no fear of God and arrogantly flaunted their unbelief will find that they were wrong. And in that day, they will have to face God's wrath. No one who has rejected God can survive the day of his wrath. But those who belong to Christ will receive a reward rather than punishment. Do you belong to Christ? If so, you need not fear these final days. All right, my joy friends, that is it for Revelation chapters 4 through 6. I sure hope that by me sharing the highlighted verses and commentaries and revelations, it does not drift you apart from God for the fear that you may have for the judgment day. 
Because remember, if you are a believer, if you are in unity with Jesus Christ, if you have been cleansed from all your sins, you have nothing to fear. Instead, let this be a revelation of what's to come and let this give you hope and get you excited at the fact that we get to go to God's kingdom. So go out there and have an amazing day. I pray that you have a blessed rest of the week and weekend, and I will talk to you guys on Tuesday. Bye.